Hello, and welcome back to the Pennsylvania Chamber's All Business Podcast, featuring the passion, vision, and unique talents of Pennsylvania's entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives. Special thanks to today's sponsor, RKL, a Pennsylvania Chamber preferred provider. With roots in finance, RKL delivers solutions that help businesses tackle pressing challenges associated with growth and change. Learn more at rklcpa.com. And now, here's Lori Rennie. Welcome back to the Pennsylvania Chamber's All Business Podcast. Today's production is part two of our Harrisburg University of Science and Technology interview. Last month, we talked about their work with STEM curriculum in the high school and how HU is bringing that exposure to students through dual enrollment, early college programs, and summer exploration camps. Today's podcast, we're going to take a look at women in STEM, and Harrisburg University has created a network specifically devoted to female professionals in STEM and the development of the professional woman in science and technology, preparing women with real-world strategies and relationships that support the development and advancement personally within their careers. In studio with us today is Billy Mattis, Chief Academic Officer and Provost for Harrisburg University and the founder of the STEM Up Network, and Rabina Azizdin, Director of the STEM Up Network, and they're here to talk about this awesome program that they have started. Billy's going to celebrate her 12th anniversary at Harrisburg University in Science Technology, where she currently serves as Provost and Chief Academic Officer. As Provost, she is responsible for all aspects of academic and student affairs at the university to include development of all new academic programs and approvals, recruitment and supervision of faculty, oversight of curricular, academic policy, and student success. Rabina has over a decade of experience in counseling, higher education, and community engagement. Rabina is an avid advocate of diversity and in all initiatives that involve empowering women. Welcome, Billy and Rabina. It's great to have both of you here in studio today. Good to be here. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. Billy, let's start with you and let's start talking about some statistics. Over 70% of the jobs today require STEM skills. However, only 24% of the STEM workforce is made up of women and they make up about half of the entire workforce. And then even after that, we lose about 50% of women professionals in STEM in the first 10 to 12 years. Why do you feel that women have been so underrepresented in the STEM field, and then why are they leaving? What's going on? So um, there's a tragic point, right, if you really think about those statistics. These are women. There's a lot of activity going on to get young girls and young women interested in STEM. Right. And in some, uh, particularly the life sciences, we are reaching some parity at the entry level. Um, so. The tragic point is these are women who have decided to study for STEM jobs, right, and who go into STEM professions, and then we lose them after 10 or 12 years. You have to think about the business impact yeah. of that, right? Um, and, they, and they leave for reasons that from what we see in the research and what we've experienced over doing this work for the past 10 years, they leave uh, for reasons that we can counteract. Um, when you think about women in STEM, their um, key to success, key to a profession, is their STEM discipline. Yeah. Not how to negotiate and navigate their career, create relationships, see themselves as potential leaders, um, find mentors, be a mentor, all of those pieces 
that somehow their male colleagues uh, seem to find. Huh. So what we've been doing over the past 10 years is creating programs and community and opportunity for women to uh, gain relationships, gain competencies and skills that will help them navigate, stick, and thrive in their STEM professions of choice. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, you're doing so much to change this dialogue and to change really the composite makeup of women in STEM. What else is Harrisburg University doing to encourage not just women entering STEM professions, but also that network? Talk to me a little bit about that. Sure. Well, um, first off, the, the activity that we have as a social enterprise powered by Harrisburg University is in, in complete alignment with the mission of the university. When you right. look at our undergraduate population, it's 50% female. Uh, our graduate population is upwards of 30% female. So we make a conscious effort to, to walk the walk and right. support a community of diverse learners. Um, in terms of the STEM Up Network, we do leadership development at the entry, middle, and senior level. We, do, we have a, a very successful mentoring program where you learn to be either a mentor, which mm -hmm. is a life skill, right? Or right. be mentored, be a mentee. Uh, we do community forums in order to create more networks and, and relationships, both here and in Philadelphia. We just recently had a uh, panel of women in Philadelphia, a very strong panel of women in Philadelphia, and about 40 or 50 people came out to hear their story and ask them questions and get to know one another. So any kind of community building we can do, any way that we can help women create um, those multidisciplinary, external to their organization kinds of uh, relationships, that's, that's what we're doing. And do you find that that's key in keeping them in the field of STEM? Because like we talked about before, you see kind of like this drop off, like they get in, but then they start to filter out a little right. bit. So I take it that a lot of the work that the two of you are doing with the STEM Up Network is really, again, engaging, fostering, but then prolonging them within the field. Absolutely, that's the intent. And to do that with real world relationships and strategies. Um, we did an impact survey a few years back and 98% of the people who responded to the surveys who had participated in STEM Up Network activities um, said that they were positively impacted by that participation, whether it's um, on a personal level and a professional level. Um, and then we just asked them to tell us their stories. Yeah. And it ranged everywhere from, you know, it's nice to know you're not the only one to have some compatriots in, in this navigation of their career, right? Right. All the way to women in our organization now see themselves as leaders and are stepping up to leadership roles and it's changing the landscape. That's phenomenal. And Rabina, you know, you have built this network up. You've been working you know, with this group, and you're up to over 400. It's closer. And, I mean, that's, is it even and, bigger than that now? Yeah, we're actually around 2,000. 2,000? Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, was my number off. So yeah. you have over 2,000 members engaged in this group. Yeah. Tell us about that growth and just, I mean, that's an amazing number yeah. of women that Absolutely. are in this network. Tell us more about that. Absolutely. So we continue to grow as we navigate ourselves throughout the community, both here locally in Harrisburg and different areas such mm -hmm. as Philadelphia. Um, we also um, 
are out networking in different areas like Washington DC where there's a lot of um, tech companies people who are in STEM um, also in New Jersey where there's you know some of our partners such as uh, bio New Jersey you know these types of organizations so yeah. we continue to grow pretty much every day <laughs> um, so it's exciting um, and then we also um, are very conscious about who we um, relate with partnership build with you know um, and just build relationships with Um, we're really trying to get the word out there about our network and how we're supporting women in STEM and the importance of um, supporting women who are in STEM professions and helping them stay in their in their fields of work yeah so um, do you work with companies do you work with specific organizations so as a business as we see that you know we want to build up our female STEM population as we're getting more and more women in the STEM fields, you know, is there an outreach opportunity for them to work with HU to, again, engage, keep them involved, et cetera? Absolutely. So right now we're working with organizations, universities, um, nonprofits. We're working with even small startups, engineering firms, um, anybody and everybody who could use the support to either um, grow in their field or take the next level in their career yeah. um, because we provide um, a lot of programming that helps support that. So we have three different programs. We have a mentoring program, which is a year-long program, um, and then we also have two leadership development programs. One's a, um, a leadership development program designed for women who are either thinking of advancing in their fields or in their careers or have been newly appointed um, in a role, in a leadership role. Um, And then we also have a level up senior leadership program for somebody who's already in a higher level senior role who is now looking to um, just get some tips and strategies and support from other senior leaders in the area um, and just have conversations in a safe place and um, just support one another pretty much where they cannot or you know will not open up in their workplace and and have that um, opportunity. Well and we designed the network to complement what companies many companies are doing great things in support of women recruitment and retention and we're not competing with that we're we're in an add-on an external community community that expands a woman's network and and we're interdisciplinary so um, we want to support what good organizations are doing and not compete with that. That is phenomenal. I mean, what a great network to have. And, you know, recently the STEM Up Network received the 2018 Inspiring Programs and STEM Award from Insight into Diversity Magazine. I mean, that's big stuff. So tell us what else you're working on. Are you going to be working with high school females that are looking to enter STEM? Are you looking at other programs that you can continue with, you know, down this path of success that you're having now? Tell us what's next on the horizon. We, we have a great advisory group, uh, you know, meetup of uh, doctors and public servants and uh, CIOs and CEOs from places like Cisco and Highmark and Comcast and SAS. So we have good conversations with them about, you know, what else should we be doing? Right. Um, We continue to grow the network, um, but we do it thoughtfully because we want to make sure it has solid community roots. Sure. Um, So that's one one aspect. Mm -hmm. We've hosted different events like um, Girls on the Hill where we've brought in together five different um, high schools to um, come to you know Capitol Hill and discuss different issues and just get them exposed to legislation and speaking to your legislators and things like that. 
Um, we also, as a part of uh, some of the offerings that we do with our network, um, we host uh, community events um, or community forums also. And so we partner with different companies in the area, organizations, to kind of also talk about what they're doing, how they're supporting people in STEM, um, and then also just get the word out about you know what we're doing as well and, and come together and, and host a, a partnered event. Um, so for example, and one of your people actually attended this, Alan, <laughs> um, Alan Orton, uh, we hosted our um, Women in STEM reception at the Governor's Mansion not too long ago. I believe it was, it was in October. Yeah. Um, and we had some great speakers for that. And um, people were just amazed at what the governor's doing, you know, mm -hmm. to support STEM initiatives. And then also what HU has been doing as well. So it was a great event. Um, other events that we've hosted that are community forums is also in the Philadelphia area. We hosted a big, um, it was another Women in STEM social, and it was with in partnership with Comcast at their new um, Comcast Technology Center. So it was awesome. It was Center City. Yeah. It was on the 28th floor. Uh, very awesome energy for, you know, being in the evening during a weeknight. We had 65 people there. So it was That's very fantastic. cool. So yeah, we're just being very conscious and creative about what we're doing and um, not just hosting, you know, your your regular uh, networking event or, you know, your typical networking event. We're trying to host events where people um, who are very passionate about STEM and mm -hmm. want to do something about it and move things forward um, are coming to these things and, you know, and we're really creating a community or a sense of community. And it's such an essential community because, mm -hmm. again, when we look at workforce, when we look at the job opportunities across the state, the majority of them need STEM skills. Yes. whether you are going into traditional, whether it's medical, IT, engineering, but then there's a whole other onslaught of STEM skills that are needed in other professions as well. And it's amazing as we've been looking at those job opportunities across the Commonwealth, how many jobs, even if you're in the manufacturing floor, it's STEM, right. it is all STEM skills. So the impact that you're making and the empowerment of women and creating this great network to showcase these opportunities and to get that engagement is just amazing. So you're also working on a bunch of other programs. Tell us what's coming up next. Very exciting. Uh, over the years, we've talked to many, many companies in science and technology, engineering and math, and uh, they are all eager to showcase what their women professionals are doing, the cool things that they're working on. And um, we've also talked to, obviously, a lot of undergraduate and graduate female students in STEM. And what we've learned is that they see their career options as pretty narrow. Yeah. And so we put those two pieces of information together and decided we need to showcase the cool things that women professionals are doing in the, and then connect with uh, women, young professionals, to make sure that they get into the community early on, that they have some good tools to work with, and they can start building relationships. And really so. see what it all has to offer. Right. Like, what else is STEM? Because we talked earlier, you know, we traditionally think, oh, it's just science, math, engineering, you know, is that all there is? No, there's just this so huge opportunity. Right. So, Rabina, tell us a little bit about that agenda. What is this going to look like? It sounds like an awesome, awesome event. Uh, yeah, sure. So the name of the event is going to be Women in STEM Leadership Summit, and it's slated for um, May 15th from 8 to 2. And it is going to be pretty much a full day, um, so from 8 to 2. And um, we're going to be bringing in different speakers from the different areas of um, STEM 
And um, again, they're going to be speaking about, you know, what's going on in their fields, um, you know, just any hot relevant topics to, um, you know, what's going on in, in the market. And um, also just giving tips to students, to professionals, you know, just how to really thrive in their fields. And um, there's going to just be a lot of um, amazing discussion. Um, and then we're also going to be having an etiquette lunch um, during the lunchtime to just kind of talk about those skills that nobody really teaches you, you know, except yep. when you're in that moment. So talk about, you know, how to properly um, have a business lunch um, or how to have a discussion um, and be able to, um, you know, manage yourself properly, um, you know, whether it's asking for a salary increase or asking for, um, you know, a, a new position in, in in the workplace or whatever it is. So we're going to be talking about the etiquette that's behind all of that during the lunch hour. Um, and we plan to also have a, a keynote speaker in the morning as well. So it's going to be a very high energy, fun, um, you know, uh, exciting event that we're looking forward to. Fantastic. And where can we find information on this event? Everything will be on our website. On the website. Yes. Awesome. Yes. I'll tell you what, I keep saying it every time I talk to somebody from Harrisburg University, but if only I was like 25 years younger. Um, it's amazing the work that you're doing out there, that you're bringing business in with education to really enhance these job opportunities across the Commonwealth of PA. Thank you both so much for coming in with us today to talk about the importance of women in STEM and all of Harrisburg University's commitment to working with women in STEM careers and all you're doing to help this community of women professionals really thrive in those careers. For more information about the STEM Up Network, please visit their website at stemupnetwork.org. Again, that is stemupnetwork.org. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the All Business Podcast from the Pennsylvania Chamber. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to check out more about us and our members on our website at pachamber.org. We'll see you next time. This program is produced by the Pennsylvania Chamber in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, USA. Copyright 2020.